0: Hello friends What a surprise On your end (laughs) Oh that Rebecca Conran She's a trickster She said only one report this month And now look at her She's over there podcasting Podcasting her life away Jesus the levels on this recording are way too high Um, Y'all, I just want to give a retroactive apology for the technical quality of the energy report. You see, I don't have the money to make it professional, so we just sort of wing it with GarageBand, and the quality is never that good, but I know that you are hearing me clearly anyway, because uh, whatever needs to come through is going to come through. In an ideal world, I'd have a proper microphone, a new laptop, uh, you know, those kinds of things. But um, I prefer to let things be imperfect and inexpensive, because honestly, that's just like it's just much better than if I was striving and struggling because I had to, I bought a computer when I didn't really need to. So we're all good. Anyway, uh, that's the last time I'm ever going to apologize for this quality. So soak it up. Um, so what is this podcast today? This is not an energy report, really, because I have done the energy report for all of November. And even though I said I would be back to the regular podcasting for December, I started to look at the energy, I started to look at the transits, and I'm probably going to do a full-on December one too, but, you know, I've been feeling some stuff, and so I'm just going to come in and and chat about stuff that I'm feeling as is necessary, and it's not necessarily going to be the energy report, and that's cool. Um, Today is November the 12th. And, um, you know, I've been, I've been thinking a lot about the energy today. There's, this is when we're in this portal right now of this really big stuff. We're in the portal of the Jupiter conjunct Pluto, both in Capricorn, the, the last conjunction of three. Um, then we have tomorrow Mars is going to turn direct. Uh, then we have a new moon this weekend in Scorpio. We're in Scorpio season. We are like right at the tail end of that Mercury retrograde now uh, where we're passing through the shadow period. So Mercury retrograde is over, but we're passing through the shadow. Um, So, you know, it's a really, really intense time. And um, sometimes I just, I take notes, you know, little notes, little reminders. And there are a couple that I want to talk about that have just really been coming up strong around this, uh, the energy this week. And, you know, I think that I have really excellent tools and excellent intuition and um, a powerful connection to truth. Earned, I earned it, you know, by putting myself through the ropes. It wasn't something that came easy to me. One thing that I've really been thinking about a lot, and we're not there yet in terms of our collective, is um, you know just what we're going to do, what is to be done about the sadness. Not even what's to be done about the sadness. I mean, we're just going to feel that. But what is to be done with our collective consciousness in terms of, you know, in America, there's. And everywhere else, in every other country, this is, this is people are experiencing the same kind of dichotomies in their own way. Uh, this is similar energy. This energy is not just American. Um, you know, it's like, how do we... So we're super disappointed. We're really disappointed that so many Americans are actively... With what we assume their eyes open, voting in um, white supremacy, voting in violence against women and people of color and uh, people of different sexual orientations. And there, there's so much anger. And rightly so, we're so hurt. We're so hurt. You know, underneath all the disappointment, we really feel hurt, I think. And it's the kind of hurt that happens when someone doesn't care about you or when you feel like someone doesn't care about you. They don't care about you in the way that you need for them to care about you. And, um, it's, I I would say it comes, it goes back to kind of my connection with my parents, you know, and the kind of love that I felt that I really needed from my father, um, that he was just never, ever able to give me and just the kind of grief that comes from that kind of, um. Ignorance to other people's needs, willful or not. So, I've been thinking a lot about it and I've been thinking about what are we going to do? What are we going to do to help these people? You know? And we're not going to pretend like we're their friends because I don't know about you, but I don't have friends who are white supremacists. I mean, I don't have friends who um, don't have the same. I don't have anybody close to me who is not a staunch humanitarian and a deeply compassionate person and of service in some way. The people that are close to me nowadays are very, are very much were the same value system. And um, but I think back. I think back to when I was little. You know, and it helps me to kind of relate to these people on a different level, the people who are voting for Trump. So I've talked about it in the past. I've talked about being raised a Jehovah's Witness, you know, from when I was born. So having that ideology as my ideology. I mean, I didn't know any different. I knew nothing of the world. I knew, I was, it's like being taught your colors or your letters. I was taught um, Christianity, about sin, about Armageddon. I was taught that um, my behaviors would have serious repercussions, serious repercussions, Um, meaning I would cause death to myself. I would cause pain to everybody around me if I didn't uphold the belief system that I was taught. Now, for some... fucking crazy reason... that is unbeknownst to me... because I had this insane sheltered childhood... and my dad was a big deal in the religion... and I was a poster child, golden child... of this particular form of spirituality... somehow... Because I was so sheltered, because I was not allowed to have any friends outside of the religion, I wasn't allowed to be myself in any way, somehow it created this bottled up effect where I just couldn't help but be myself and rebel against the oppressive nature of my childhood, even though I had literally no idea what else was out there. Um... But even when I was 17, 18 years old, I I had left home at 16, even years after I would find myself having conversations with people where I was defending, defending the fact that homosexuality was a sin. The fact that abortion was a sin. And I carried those beliefs. And I really believed that I would be doing harm by not, by not being um, connected to those beliefs. That's how deep they ran in my psyche. And it took... You know, um, me living in an art, in a commune of artists, me exploring my own sexuality, me being free to pursue um, whatever I needed to in a space that was totally judgment-free for me to overcome those beliefs. So when I think of people in America that are voting for Donald Trump, there are some people who have been so conditioned through Christianity, through their childhoods, their communities, to believe that there are serious repercussions to not, um, to not connecting with their beliefs. There's, they will go to hell. They do consider it uh, a, um, a sin against God, their creator. And I think we're not really realizing this. We are not really respecting where the level of um, self-loathing, self-hatred, Self-abnegation. Is that the right fucking word? I don't know. Let me just look that up real quick. (laughs) Yeah, the act of renouncing or rejecting something. Self-abnegation. That we are dealing with. You know, oftentimes when I have clients over the years who whose parents weren't even really religious, but they went to church, right? And so some of my clients, and I've seen this pattern where, you know, they're so hard on themselves. They've got to be perfect. They're so hard on any mistake they make. It's like life and fucking death. And I'm talking mild mistakes, just like not, you know, maybe doing something that's just not perfect, And I ask them if they remember the first time they were ever talked to about hell. And typically they were very, very small. And they were very, very fucking scared. So when we're dealing with these people, don't ever take for granted the fact that there is probably a terrified, a fucking terrified child inside of them that literally believes it's life or death to continue following the same path of ideas and beliefs. So how do we help these people? I mean, we're going to have to stop fucking judging them. We're going to have to open up space for them to try new things, for them to grow. For them to be themselves in a space that is free of our, our judgment and shame. You know, these are people that have not been given the opportunity or have not taken the opportunity to grow as human beings. And, you know, I don't think there's any helping like Donald Trump. You know, I think that that I'm not saying we should go out of our way to actively be like, this is the uh, group to transform the lives of Trump supporters. You know, that's not what I'm saying, but we live in a world where we're constantly facing these people. They They are our neighbors. They are our family members. They're people we know. And I think it's you know, we have to figure out a way to help. And something that I wrote down recently, we're only here for a short time, but what we do here changes the course of the future. We're only here for a short time, but what we do here changes the course of the future. Our lives are little blips in the spectrum of creation. There will be much more creation after us and much, much, much more creation has come before us. But what we do here as co-creators changes the course of the future. So every little bit of understanding of compassion, of um, where we stop judging ourselves, where we stop punishing ourselves, and we're able to pass that on to others. It makes a huge difference. It is what we're here to be doing. Your life is your legacy that you're leaving here. And it doesn't have to be that you left a fucking Fortune 500 company to leave a fucking legacy. You just do it in the quiet and conscious nature of your little pocket of life. But there are huge, big energetic benefits from that little pocket of life. Because... It is such a miracle and such an absolute feat to become the wielder of your own creative abilities. It is so different. It is so powerful. I was recently messaging with an ex of mine. He broke up six years ago. Could not get him on board with... The things I was interested in back then wasn't interested in healthy eating. Wasn't interested in astrology. Um, yesterday, we we were still friends. I've been chatting with him. I was like, "Can you send me your birth chart info? I just want to look at it. I just want to look at our relationship for my own research and understanding. You know, I wanted to understand." you know, having been romantically involved with him and, and involved as a friend and having arguments with him and all the same things, you know, I wanted to see if that translated in astrology in a way that I'm detached, right? Cause I think when you're attached to something, to understanding something like, like if you're looking at astrology and you're like, Oh, I really want it to work out with this person and you're kind of skewing the results. But if you're looking retro in retrospect, um, you know at, at the course of your relationship with someone and you know that relationship is safe and it's protected through time through shifts through breakups so i was looking at it and it was uh it was really interesting but what was even more interesting was that you know 6 years ago he would not have let me do that he would have been like absolutely not that's fucking stupid and you know, I mentioned that to him and he's like, oh, yeah, I have co-star now, <laughs> which I don't really like. I don't really like co-star. Um, I don't like the energy that comes through it, but that doesn't mean that you don't have to like it. Um, but and I'm just happy people are tuning in. I think that's great. However, they tune in. So six years ago. Would I have thought that he was going to change his mindset? No, it was a cause of contention. We broke up around things like that. But now things have changed. Things have changed. He no longer sees me telling him he should eat better for his mental health as a threat to him. Like I'm trying to take something away from him. He sees it as a genuine act of compassion and care which it was all along, but it couldn't be received like that. My mom, you know, my mom and I had a really painful relationship most of my life. Very difficult. My mom is a very sweet woman. Um, but we had a really, really hard time. And... um, About, we were estranged for many, many years. And about seven years ago, she left my dad uh, after 35 years of marriage. She just couldn't take it anymore. Bless her heart, she was right. She had to go. And when she spoke to me about it, she told me that she had the courage to leave my dad. After 35 years, even though her and I had been estranged for at least, uh, I guess, um, I can't do math, but I left home at 16, uh, probably like 14 years we were really estranged. Um, She said that she had the courage to leave home because I had the courage to leave all those years beforehand. We just never know how our example, how our authenticity is affecting other people. And we can't just say because they don't get it in our timing that they're not getting it and that things aren't changing. And I, and I guess that's why I'm bringing this up because things do change. If you allow the time for things to really adjust, you know, and if you stay true to yourself and if you leave Openings for people to grow, to have understanding and compassion for the reasons why people reject growth. They reject growth because it hurts, because it hurts. That's the reason why people reject growth, because it's excruciating. And somehow... You and I are pioneers of this depth. And guess what? We get to leave this world knowing that. Being fulfilled in that experience. And that's a gift for us. That's a gift and a blessing. We get to experience our life here, not just through the lens of fear, not just through the lens of survival, we get to really create, and that's a fucking gift, and not everybody knows that they can do that. And we can't be so angry with them for not knowing that. <sighs> um, again, I'm not saying, got to be all buddies with them. We don't. We don't, because what they need is our good example. So not placating their behavior, people pleasing their behavior. I'm not talking about putting like a nice big smile on it. Mm, Oh, oh, you voted for Trump. Okay. No, you can say, fuck that. You know, you can say, why don't you care about me? Why don't you care about if I, if I have health care? Why don't you care about my needs? Why don't you care about black people? You know, we can be very direct, we can be very honest, but we don't have to be, we've got to leave open some room for growth, you know, and we do that through our compassion and our understanding. Um, So I've been thinking a lot about that. And yeah, I've been thinking a lot about this. We're only here for a short time, but what we do here changes the course of the future it's powerful there's so much power at our fingertips you know in the way that we are um, moving through the world another thing next note you are not responsible for my happiness no one is responsible for my happiness but me my parents aren't responsible my government isn't responsible My job isn't responsible. Only I am responsible for my happiness. And that's it. And I think with what's been going on, you know, there's so much in Scorpio season that's about intimacy. That's about connecting with others, especially with the Venus and Libra energy. You know, we want to partner with others. We have so many expectations of that. But at the end of the day, they're not responsible for your happiness. Nobody is. And it's not their fault if you're not happy. It's not an unavailable partner's fault if you're unhappy. They're just being who they are and doing what they're doing. If you're unhappy with an unavailable... Oh my God, Momo. My cat just fell off my lap and his nails went directly into my leg. If you are unhappy with an unavailable partner, you have to look at your own source of scarcity mindset. Why... It feels better to pursue someone who cannot meet your needs than to be open and receptive to someone who can. I struggle with this myself, you know, and um, I think it's really normal to struggle with it when you have come through... A lot of trauma because ultimately receiving doesn't feel safe. Or you feel like once you open your heart up, that somehow you'll be um, injured through that. So, you are not responsible for my happiness. I think that um, it can be something that's very empowering. You know, when we really realize that, like, oh, the ball's in my court. It's always in my court. There is nothing that has more power over me than I have over myself. This is my choice if I'm not happy. It's something that I am unconsciously choosing subconsciously choosing. But I get to choose again. Some of the energy for this conjunction today, the Jupiter conjunct Pluto. What truly matters? What do I have faith in? How did I get here? Where am I going? You know, how can I be in charge of my own happiness? And I personally am not someone who thinks that like, happiness is the fucking end goal that's not it's not for me I'm not like how can I spend every day being happy no because happiness to me is like one end of the spectrum just like sadness maybe another kind of end of a spectrum I just want to feel peaceful through whatever's going on I don't want to continually be high and then low and then high and then low I want to move through life just knowing that I'm okay regardless. I'm not saying I don't like feeling happy. Of course, I love feeling happy, but it's not an end goal for me. It's not the thing that I'm trying to attain each day. I'm just trying to attain peace and balance and be the point through which all emotions flow without trying to get stuck grasping to happiness or rejecting sadness so we're, we're beginning this new cycle of maturity, and mid-November is going to be so huge for this because we've got <laughs> Jupiter and Pluto and Saturn all changing signs into this place of freedom, radical individualization. And it's exciting. It's exciting. There's room for us all to be ourselves and to really fucking be... Your fucking self. You know, people get so pissed at me. They don't like it when I swear. They don't like the types of jokes I make. And they reach out and they tell me. I'm like, okay. Well, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if it, you don't like that. You know, all I can be is myself. I'm not here for someone to, um, I'm not here to placate what their enjoyment is. They got to figure that out for themselves. They don't have to listen to me. They don't have to pay attention to me. It has literally nothing to do with me, how other people react to me. All I can do is be myself. And sometimes I say swear words, and sometimes I make jokes about Donald Trump dying of COVID. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I'm just a normal person, you know, with the same tools and gifts as everybody else. So what truly matters to us? We're really harnessing that. We're really leveling up into this place of who am I? How can I be myself? I find that when when I'm myself, yeah, certain stuff will come up sometimes. Sometimes I might feel a bit embarrassed or, or shy or insecure. But I always find that people really respond more... They really respond when I feel those ways, so when I'm being truly genuine in myself, and I might I might feel inside of myself like kind of like exposed, vulnerable. Um, I I can see that it actually has such a powerful effect on other people to just be ourselves, and that's really what we're learning to do we're learning how to let go of the way we've been doing things our motivations so that we can just really be ourselves so that we're not bogged down with all these fucking expectations and like we're not bogged down with these hidden agendas and hidden motivations of things that are not going to serve us ultimately they don't serve us and they're not serving us supporting the future of um humanity you know, and as we support ourselves, we're supporting the future of humanity, and it is a really powerful it's a really powerful um, agenda to have to be so radically supportive of yourself that everything you touch then feels that support and that compassion and that love. And it's a full-time job. Um, one of the other things I want to speak to, another note here. The grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it and take care of it. And that was from like a meme I saw from, um, I think it was Moon Omens. Um, The grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you fucking water it and take care of it. Where we are right now is the only point of reference that we need. If you are alone right now, single, take care of that space, water that space, love that space, appreciate that space, and everything about it. You know, it's never that, once you have that job, once you move into that place, once you... Fucking have a baby. None of those things bring happiness. They don't. They bring another level of questions and um, work, for sure. But in and of themselves, they don't give you happiness. Your happiness is your responsibility. Nothing else is responsible for your happiness. The child you think you want is not responsible for your child, your happiness. The money you think is going to go in your bank account, it's not responsible for your happiness. The grass is greenest where you are right now when you take care of it, when you water it, when you nourish it, and that's our job. As I predicted, and at one point I thought, well, I don't know, you know we're all wearing masks now is it is are we really gonna go into a second a second quarantine? We sure are the whole world is we are absolutely going into a second quarantine. It's gonna happen, but this time we're fucking exhausted this time we are either gonna just totally surrender into it and enjoy it. <laughs> Or we're so exhausted that it's going to kind of really push us into a breaking point. And I think we'll see both things. But it's up to us, our choice. You know? Um, it's interesting. It's really interesting, this, this prolonged period of uncertainty and unknowing where, where we just can't plan for anything. Um it is really just this amazing tool for trusting in your intuition and having faith and optimism in your life and your experience uh without seeing things necessarily materializing. Um but just like I said, you know, earlier, people will surprise you, life will surprise you might be 14 years later when someone says, you know, when you did that, it gave me the courage to live my life authentically. Or 6 years later when someone says, you know what? I actually pay attention to these ideologies now or these these sources of information that I didn't in the past. We are affecting everybody and everything in this beautiful moment that we're in right now. You are affecting everybody and everything through the work that you do on yourself. And it's really, really important that you see that and validate that and validate how extraordinary it is and how special it is for you to be a pioneer of new ways of thinking, new ways of behaving in a world that doesn't reflect it back to us as normal. Anyway... I don't know how long this has been, but I think it feels like time to wrap it up. I'm going to leave you with the reading today from Louise Hay's book, Trust Life. It's a daily bit of wisdom. It's reading for November 12th. I am centered in truth and peace. Come from that wonderful, caring spot of your heart. Stay centered and love who you are. Know that you really are a divine, magnificent expression of life. No matter what is going on out there, you are centered. You have a right to your feelings. You have a right to your opinions. You just are. Work on loving yourself. Work on opening your heart. Sometimes it is scary to do that because the answers you get inside may be quite different from what your friends want you to do. Yet you know inwardly what is right for you. And if you follow this inner wisdom... You are at peace with your own being. Support yourself in making the right choices for yourself. When in doubt, ask yourself, am I coming from the loving space of my heart? Is this a decision that is nurturing for me? Is this right for me now? The decision you make at some point later, a day, a week, or a month later, may no longer be the right choice, and you can change it ask in every moment, is this right for me? And say, I love myself, and I am making the right choices for me. Okay, friends. Um, thanks for listening to this little special uh, chat for Shits and Gigs. Um, I'm Rebecca Connor and I have the energy report here. I'll be coming out with the December energy report in a couple of weeks. You can listen to all my astrological uh, input uh, for November uh, by checking in with the November energy report. Um, if you happen to be upstate New York, which now we're being very, very conscientious not to be out and about, but I do have my little shop that's open uh, minimally. So, we wear masks. Only a few people are allowed in at a time. Uh, but it is an online shop, too. So, if you want to support me, if you're doing any holiday shopping, I have little hand painted ornaments I made, things like that, that you can uh, check out at, at Yin Spiritual Center, Y I N Spiritual Center on Instagram. And I have lots of little vintage, amazing little pieces uh, able to ship, lots of stuff. Um, So that is a way to support me. You can also support me via my Patreon or my Venmo. Or maybe you need support from me. And I do my uh, intuitive sessions, my medium sessions, my energy healing sessions, astro sessions. And if you want to book with me, you can go ahead and do so. You can book yourself directly through the booking toggle on my um, website, www.rebeccaconran.com. Uh, I have a a scheduler there. Everything happens through there. And I'm always looking forward to working with new people who feel like it's the right time to work with me. Um, All right, my friends. That's it for today. Sending you lots of love. Be really careful as you're driving the next few days and operating machinery and things like that. Um, God, I would fucking love it if, like... (laughs) somebody out there of my listeners was like a forklift truck driver right now that would be fucking so cool um but with the mars going direct you want to be extra careful um watching for flashes of anger and others and things like that but i'm sending you lots of love and i'll speak to you soon